0: Happy what do you have to happy
1: drink happy
0: tonight, Chris? <laughs> you know, what, else, what else do you have to drink? What's up, Happy, Red. Hour. Happy stay true, stay real, stay righteous. What do you have to drink tonight, Chris? I'm going to have me, uh, a, a garage beer. Mm. This is, this Nothing wrong with a good old <laughs> fashioned garage beer. That's <laughs> garage where you get most beer. of your beers from the garage. This, this is a garage beer premium lager. Mm. It's so a premium garage. It's, beer. It's by Braxton Brewing Company from Covington, Kentucky. Oh, so cool! You know, I always like to give a shout out to some local mm-hmm. brews, but uh, a garage beer. I want I mean, I guess that's the type of beer you'd get out when you, you know you and the boys are tinkering on the old the old truck and you know shooting the <laughs> shit and you know. Well, hey, when we would get I mean, together, <laughs> we would play music, wouldn't we? Yeah, that's true. We, we had our garage band, essentially. Yep. We would. That was that was always kind of fun. We'd have uh, people in the neighborhood. We'd be walking down the streets. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'd stop in and listen to us. Sometimes yep. we sometimes we'd get in trouble with the neighbors. So we were doing too loud. <laughs> yeah, and then we get real or gritty. We get real gritty with the blues and start pouring whiskey all over ourselves. And <laughs> I, said, I said, I got some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling the you, guys, man. That was that was some that was some good funky summers, man. It was some good long funky summers. Hey, I, asked, I need to dig up some recordings and we need to play oh, some. Oh man. Music. Yeah, I, I need to dig up. I've got them somewhere. I got to find them. Some of the originals? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know if I'm ready for that. No, I am. You you got to bring it back. Yeah, there was some really good stuff. We we had some really cool songs that we that we orchestrated for people who didn't know that we were also musicians. You can probably tell by our amazing singing voices. Yeah. No, no we weren't, we weren't we weren't the singers we were the instrumentalists've we've, we've mentioned this before mm-hmm. yeah I think we talked about it yeah fun times so Easter's coming up soon I've always enjoyed Easter uh, particularly as a kid because of the unusual tradition of the Easter Bunny. oh yeah now now Easter as an actual celebration I think was originally sort of, was really originally like a Catholic. Or Christian celebration of the rising Christ, I think. Right? That's that's official. Yeah. <clears throat> that's how the modern day world knows it. But yeah. it, it was just, it was another pagan holiday that got stolen by the Christians. That's what well, anyways. I'm, yeah. The the outside of the it, any it was religious outside holiday. of any religious celebration, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, especially people with young children, also celebrate like the, this this belief in this fictional. Oh, well, I'm sorry. If anybody has any kids, you may want to. <laughs> Close their ears, but mm-hmm. essentially, this character. No, I, I don't know, fictional character. Maybe the Easter Bunny is real. is real. Who am I to say? Maybe the Easter Bunny is real. I see, I see bunnies coming out all over the place. <laughs> I'm watching you, Chris. You think I'm not real, huh? I saw you kill my brother with a lawnmower the other day. <laughs> Jesus when he, Christ. No. Anyway, so with Easter I saw your always coming. fucking comes. dog. <laughs> maul, maul my brother to death. I dead. saw that, Chris. <laughs> it's going to be a real long Easter for you, buddy. <laughs> No, but anyways, it's so, so, voiced by Clint Eastwood. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but seriously, so natu- you know, people know that with Easter, a big a big thing is the Easter Bunny. And right, it's, right. It's always been out of any of the, the fictional characters people might celebrate, like Santa Claus, uh, I don't know, leprechauns, what else do people celebrate? Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Myth- Mythical the, the- holiday characters, <laughs> let me think. Father Christmas, I don't know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the um what's the one from Valentine's Day? It's the um, the cherubim or whatever everybody calls them the cherubim. <laughs> it's not really how the cherubim looks. Like Valentine, I don't know. Oh, well, you're talking about like Cupid. You're talking about the Cupid, character that's Cupid. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Of, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so so I out of the holiday characters <laughs> that have been created by man, <laughs> somebody <laughs> thought up this very unique character that is this bunny Mm-hmm. That goes around and lays eggs. Yeah, take it not just any eggs, but like colorful eggs. <laughs> so first of all, I mean, we're talking about a bunny. It's a mammal, which naturally actually gives a li- lot. You know, right, a live birth and doesn't Biology. lay eggs. It's a little so obviously, the there. Easter bunny is 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 biologically very different from a normal bunny, which is already kind of creepy. Right. Um, on top of that. <laughs> When I say colorful eggs, I'm not saying like, "Oh, that's a really nice blue like a robin egg or uh-huh. something, you know." No, I'm talking about like yeah. stripes, polka dots, you know, like painted, like like designed <laughs> these designed <laughs> eggs that are supposed to be organic. Right. Are coming out. On top of that, somehow if you find these eggs and collect them, we 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 somehow have turned it into they also now contain goodies and gifts inside of them. Oh, right. Candy and stuff, yeah. And <clears throat> money. That's the way a lot of people... Yeah, a lot of people, if they do that, they'll do, like, Easter egg hunts. Right, right. And there's all these... You know, they'll take all these plastic eggs or whatever and put stuff in them and hide them everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and you, like I said, usually it's young kids go around. Fun for to, the kids, They get yeah. to go, f-, you know, search and find and get the eggs and get candy and get, you yeah. know, presents and things. But anyway, so, so I've always been... As I've gotten older... I've been curious as to to where the Easter Bunny came from, so I looked it up. That's interesting yeah I, uh, I've never I, heard the origins of the I've Easter nev- Bunny. I've never looked it up I, I've never heard, you know I've never thought to actually go and research it, but I was thinking about it the other day and this is what it says. according to some sources, the Easter Bunny first arrived in America in the 1700s with German immigrants who settled in Pennsylvania. And I've always heard Pennsylvania's kind of got strange people over there, anyway. I, I don't know if you ever heard that or not, but like Pennsylvania's still still Pennsylvania kinda, Dutch. I don't know, but it says um, so. It, it trans so with this Oink. with this particular German, uh, I guess you know celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it the tradition had um, th- this bunny that would lay eggs, and they called it Ostrahas. Osterhase, Osterhase, and so I guess in, in the original way, children would make nests, and then supposedly the creature would come out and lay eggs in these nests. And I guess we've <laughs> evolved it into like baskets. We collect these. At.
1: So, so the our... <laughs> creature was
0: a bun, but it was a bunny, though. It was like a bunny. Well, creature? you know, it's supposed to be. I think it has a name. I keep saying the Easter bunny, but I think somebody's even given it a name, Peter Cottontail. All right. I don't know if that's considered Peter Cotton. Here comes Peter Cottontail hopping on down that bunny trail. I don't know if that's a fi- I don't know if that's canon. I don't know if that's official that Easter don't... Bunny canon or not. We'll have to figure that one out. You know what fascinated me about Easter? What's that? The fact that a dead guy came back to life. That's he what we're celebrating. The resurrection that. of the only human being in history known to come back from the dead supposedly. It that's... should be celebrated. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I guess it depends if you believe it or not, but there's a lot of really weird stuff that's surrounded by the resurrection of Christ after his crucifixion. Because you have to understand, there's a lot of different reaccountings of what happened. So, some of them talk about Jesus being found in in, in the tomb with angels there. But there's also other variations where like, there's not angels that are mentioned hmm. or anything. So, um, there's lots of different things that you can kind of analyze and study against these stories... Some of them are kind of, like, really weird. Like, some of them talk about him and these angels stepping outside of the tomb and then rays of light coming down from the sky and taking them up into the heavens. Well, and it's also sort of interesting when you talk about the story, so... Well, hang on. but Go ahead. What I'm saying though is it, it it's very clearly articulated that these specific things happen. It's not like like a lot of people assume that's kind of like how it looks when they talk about it. Mm-hmm. People just assume, you know they see they see like an old you know a good old a good old fashioned Americanized painting you know of, of Jesus with going the up, like white a white man you right know, with his with br- like like beautiful brown beard and hair. Well, perfectly I think conditioned. a lot of people. Might initially hear that and think, um, what I was going to say, what's also sort of kind of stand out in the story is that it wasn't when, when they say Jesus, you know, rose from the grave, ascended into heaven. They don't mean like in a spiritual sense. I mean, literally like physically, he right. was gone. He was no longer on earth, which is mm-hmm. very unique. I mean... When you talk, typically when you think of somebody being, you know, raising, going into heaven, you imagine like spiritually, you know, their spirit is going into right. heaven. They're not right. physically, their body's left behind. Well, and I think that that makes him, I think technically that would make Jesus only the third person to physically go to heaven from the earth. Hmm. Yeah, because in the Bible, there's only two people that have ever been taken into heaven alive, still alive. In a, like a physical body. In a physical form. Yes. And it, Jesus is, again, it's a very unique scenario because he's dead, but then he comes back to life. In the accounts that end that the story with him coming out of the tomb... Mm-hmm and being taken into heaven, because you got to remember there's other... Like, it's generally known that that Jesus actually went and met with everyone I, I and was getting ready to, to say, him. I yeah. thought there was actually some story that said he actually went to some... Like, people saw him for right. a while. He, he went around, like, he walked around right. and met people. And there's kind of a debate between... They touched him, and they could put their fingers in his wounds. Right. And... There's kind of a debate about if that really ever happened or not. Hmm. Because there's other accounts that talk about again, it's far more kind of a mystical, mythological feeling to it. Um, Well, no, I take that back. Actually, it's it's kind of more. It it goes straight to the mystical elements Mm -hmm. of the story. So instead of him going back and you know talking with the apostles and proving the like. was it, Thomas? You know, after the experience unfolds with him and his followers, after all of that, then he ascends into heaven. But there's other accounts that say that that none of that ever happened. That one's, I mean, it's just really interesting how it talks about the ascension happening. That's what kind of makes that one kind of part of that whole alien god theory stuff you know what I'm saying we talk right. about that shit all the time <laughs> and we get a lot of stuff wrong like sometimes I'll <laughs> sometimes, uh, well, I mean, sometimes we're, I'll listen we're not... to sometimes I'll listen to like I'll listen to the recordings while I'm driving because I, I want to hear the sound in the car because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people listen to podcasts in the car so I want to hear I want to see how it sounds and man a lot of times I'll be like man I don't think that's fucking right so then, <laughs> so then I'll stop the audio and I'll, I'll open Google and I'll ask Google right. and I'll be like a fucking couple hundred years off or on something or whatever <laughs> You know, well, well. Let's just say that we don't claim to yeah, be major scholars. Or we anything. get things we, wrong. We, we, yeah. when we talk about it, we talk about it more out of fascination. I mean, just right. just something interesting. You know, we like exploring a lot of different facets and a lot of different topics. <laughs> a lot of different things we have interest yeah. in. You know, we were talking about interest. We were talking earlier. Um, we were talking about like band, like inventions. Uh, and you had mentioned, uh, you know, a car that could run on water, oh, yeah. and you said that was one that you, mm-hmm. you had heard of before, that maybe somebody had figured out how to make a vehicle that could run on water, but all of a sudden it was shut down, or the... the right, was, there's a whole big was, conspiracy you, concept you know, behind it, yeah. Supposedly, you know, the big oil or the people mm-hmm. who, the government or whoever did wouldn't I guess uh, profit from something like that, right? Right. But then you kind of got talk. We got talking about other people that, or other human human beings that we know that have discovered, you know, really fascinating things, but then mysteriously seem to have some of their projects and things shut down. And one of we mentioned was Nikola Tesla. I had once heard that Nikola Tesla had figured out, supposedly had figured out a way like to have like unlimited energy. But then you kind of corrected me and said that you thought it was actually a, a different story that you remembered that I thought was kind of interesting about, like, a tower or something he had. And... Well, it actually, it was just kind of the first—I think he was doing both. Okay. I think he was trying to be—I think he was trying to create, like, the fucking arc reactor, like Tony Stark, <laughs> you know, right. to make something that, <laughs> that, you know, could perpetually create energy and produce energy. Mm-hmm. You know, it was um, um, self-sufficient a self-sufficient energy production which man we've got i mean we literally got a nuclear reactor that's floating up in the sky you know <laughs> but you yeah, know i think he was kind of doing both but one of the i remember one of the interesting theory one of the interesting concepts he was uh, exploring was trying to to transmit energy without using like physical like wires like to try to like so do it through like the electricity air. like if you have like electrical wires he was trying to figure out how to say power a house or power a city right. without having to have phone lines or power lines to, to supply it or move it. Right, right. I got and you. I, yeah, so I think that was one of the one of the things that he was really trying to play with. Because man, that's what he did. He played a lot with energy mm. and stuff. And he was a really bizarre character. Very much rec- he was very much of a recluse. You were talking about inventions being seized by the government, mm. but literally I, I think a lot of his documents documents and, and stuff that, that were in his apartment and mm. everything, I think it was literally seized by the government. <laughs> so you were talking about the tower. Yeah, there's a story. really weird story that supposedly he caught he had this tower that was built I think it was it was maybe it was either on an island or maybe close to the coast and it was near New York. And there's a, a kind of a really weird story that there was a, a giant blackout that happened one mm. night, but that there was a lot of weird things that people saw going on around his big, you know, experiment tower, you know, or his big his laboratory. That was essentially this giant, you know, electrical, <laughs> electric, yeah. electrified tower. You know, there, there's a, a theory that believes that maybe it had a breakthrough that night mm. and figured out how to transmit energy or how to how to create it and calls the blackout. Interesting. I don't think we really play with stuff like that a lot. I mean, for the most part, we feel like we figure oh, it I'm out. Oh, I'm sure somebody plays with it. I'm sure somebody in the government plays with it. Well, yeah, but I mean, like for the, well, yeah, r- right, railguns, right? <laughs> Open the Stargate. <laughs> but I think, hey, man, I always really liked Stargate. I always thought that was a really <laughs> interesting is... movie. Yeah, but that's always a really weird, it's always kind of a funny story. Mm. It, you know, it's it, kind of a weird mm-hmm. thought to think maybe he had, maybe all the way back then, he had had that Split moment where he figured something out. So because and he was like, nobody will ever believe me. You know, <laughs> nobody will ever believed this. I look at people like Nikola Tesla mm-hmm. and a lot of other really brilliant people who have been in past and maybe even in the present. And a lot of times they do seem to be at times sort of unusual characters, mm-hmm. and so I've oftentimes thought about it almost like the men in black shit. Where, we're like, what if they're not really humans? And I don't know, maybe that's bad. I shouldn't discredit humans from being capable of doing fantastical things. But yeah. like what if Beethoven was really just an alien who was just like, you know what, like I can freaking I can be a ki- I can be a god in this world, or right, or you know what, what if Jeff Bezos <laughs> really is like some. You know, he's a <laughs> uh, what do they call him? He's a, a gorgon. I know he's a, a, a lizard. Uh, a reptilian. Reptilian. He's yeah. A reptilian. He's a, he's a draconian. The draconian. No. Um. Ah, ah, ah. Well, it's, Amazon's it's, gonna. <laughs> it's either that. I mean, if you think about it, it's either that or it's people harnessing powers that are foreign to us outside of those circumstances. So like you were talking about like Beethoven was he that was he deaf was he the one that was mm-hmm. deaf yeah think about what he had to do to compose music like all the trials and tribulations he went mm-hmm. through I mean it was the he vibrations right create music I think so yeah I guess he could still hear it through that. But he had to use a very particular, unique way to do it. And look what he was able to create through that. Like, was freaky. it Was it because of that strange, was it because of his method that, that created the product? What if through his, his trials, he tried so hard that he was actually able to unlock something? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, that, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I don't know. You said you are talking about Jeff Bezos. I saw a video the, the, the other day, and it was Jeff Bezos Gosh, walking through. Of course, like, I gotta pick on Jeff Bezos. It was like Jeff Bezos walking through one of his warehouses, and he was, of course, he was like had a strut going on, and they were playing like they were playing like <laughs> they were playing like, were playing, like WWE threat. music behind him. You it, think I'm cute? <laughs> I know I'm sexy. I can't say anything. I, I use a hell lot of Amazon Prime, so I'm I'm just feeding the the machine. Well, it's kind of one of it's. It's one of those things that we talk about a lot with, with this concept of capitalism. It's an interesting concept because the results that, that, that are yielded from it are really great a lot of times. I mean, most of the time, products are created, you know, based on innovation and wants and needs and desires. So it, it's kind of like fulfilling these. It's fulfilling human desire. You know, it's a really interesting way to create an economy. It's a great idea, but when you're at a point in time where technology is so, it's so intertwined in, in our daily functions, everything that we do, even what we're doing right now, you know, we're literally recording with your computers, right. talking through a microphone, and we're going to mm-hmm. upload it to the web. You know, I mean, like that's, that's a crazy idea, but... It kind of inevitably leads to what we're seeing. Hmm. You use Amazon Prime because it's it's just too fucking convenient not to use. <laughs> like that's what any. I mean, and it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Don't go sense. to the light. But, I can't help it. But at it's the end so of the, beautiful, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm like with right. Amazon Prime. I can't. Don't click on it, Chris. Shop local. Shop like can't well, help but, it. Well, but but at the end of the day, man. I mean, especially when you're seeing well, like you know, in times of inflation. You know, and you mm-hmm. really are looking at pricing and stuff. There's just nobody who can compete. I
1: it's mean, nobody. Out of can practicality.
0: Compete. You almost just have to like it's, it's. It's almost becomes like a service, option. kind of like an everyday service. Like it's nothing unique anymore. So somebody having to go out of their way to do it, to put in all that effort, when somebody's streamlined the hell out of all of it and figured out how to do it, and are continuing to figure. I mean, god dang, they have one day shipping. I mean, they have one day shipping at times. That's crazy. <laughs> You can get one day shipping. You order it and you get it the next day. The United States Postal Service—they're better than Amazon. They're better than, even, even do, they're better than that. that. <laughs> Amazon's better at shipping than than the government is. I mean, I'm serious. Yeah. It's, it, it's wow. weird. Like it's weird, but it becomes this convenience in your life that it's not practical to contribute to society in the way that would be needed to. Hey, I'll use Amazon free two-day shipping if I get in a bind. Outside of that, I'll use my friend downtown for all my shipping needs. Like, I mean, that that would be the kind of... If everybody had plenty of money and everybody had fulfilling and satisfying lives, everybody would be incentivized to do things like that because we would all collectively feed off each other in that sense. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works, though. So we're going to take the cheapest, easiest route. That's just what it comes down to. We're too busy. (laughs) The path of least resistance, right? Well, Chris, as always, it's been good. Absolutely. And if you enjoy what you heard tonight, we are streaming on all major platforms, and you can check us out at any of our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, everybody stay true, stay real, stay righteous.